1: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: The Great Australian Debate Up Late advises all listeners who are listening for the very first time to do yourself a favour and go back and listen from Episode 1.
3: Please be advised this podcast contains adults. It is not suitable for anyone who drives a two door Yaris or people who get riled up about hot crust buns being in the supermarket from January. How can you I know it the minute I make
1: it. I love you.
4: But I know what love is. I love you because I know
3: no other way than this. It's like coming home. No, oh,
1: you're kidding.
3: Melting force
1: My whole heart
3: I'll come back for you
1: Promise
4: me now nah, Rose, We're gonna have to work at this every day But I wanna do that because I want you Your heart is
1: free Have the courage to follow up Mon vrai handicap C'est pas d'être mm. en mm. fauteuil.
2: Ciao Bonjour. Owe, owe
3: Antipasto
2: Imperimino
3: Pesto penne Belgrinio.
2: Muchas gracias. Saba. <laughs> so frog in your little panties. Boy. I wish I had a
3: frog in my little panties.
2: <laughs> Anything in my little panties will suffice. Yeah,
3: it's a win, I'd say. Ruby, enough of this bilingual nonsense. How have you been?
2: Ghosted again, but living my best life.
3: Ghosted again. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well.
3: Nice. Maybe the next time you see him, you can walk past him next and say, time listen to this, <laughs> listen to this episode of a podcast I did. Yeah. And he'll mm. know that he was publicly outed as a ghost. You should say his name right now.
2: Mm. That was his name. Can you get All of you that? look
3: that name up.
2: Can I say how old he was, what he did as a hobby? You can, you can. 37-year-old rock climbing dentist, and they want to know why it didn't work.
3: What if you need dental care urgently? You need your wisdom teeth taken out and he goes,
2: I can't give you a root canal, because I am a ghost.
3: <laughs> I'm a 37-year-old ghost.
2: <laughs> Who likes rock climbing. Ghosts God, rock climbing Ruby. is cheating, because ghosts, I feel like, don't have to use their physical strength to hold on, because they're not in this realm. <laughs> they just
3: swoop up. they in the fifth dimension.
2: Can I just say, can you imagine Casper the Friendly Ghost giving you a feeling? Mm-mm. Do you know the first time we kissed? Yeah. He goes, oh. Ahem. Um, you have gingivitis.
3: Did he? Yeah. Are you serious?
2: No. <laughs> but then he goes, give us a look at your teeth. And I, I like, think fuck, everyone's no. everyone's a little
3: worried that they have gingivitis.
2: I do. I, I, think, I
3: know exactly where I think it fucking everybody is. everybody does.
2: And then when I jump up and down or run on the spot, I can feel like 20 cavities.
3: Yeah, me too.
2: I can feel them. Just like right now. Do you
3: ever do that thing where I you sort I can feel of, the cavities. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you sort of suck in your mouth yeah and then your mouth just fills up with about a litre of blood yes Is I that, do that, Okay, good. I do
2: the first front thank teeth thank god all the women in my family have had to have the bottom teeth taken out because they just turned black but maybe because they've all been mm. drinking English water and now that I'm in Australia
3: having a, having a silver tea every night I think that'll protect
2: you I know with the fluoride On people go oh there's chemicals in the water yeah pump it full of chemicals yeah. give <laughs> it all to me give it all to me double it <laughs> fluoride
3: hydrochloric acid
2: lead <laughs> Fucking put it all in. God, bleach my head. Some people don't know that chemicals sometimes in life, the right ones, are bloody essential. Are you jarkin? Are you jacking, mate? Are you jacking? Are you jacking me? Okay. I'm also going through a singing stage. Have okay. you noticed? Do you
3: want to give me a little demo? What do you want? Um, something from hairspray. No,
2: I hate hairspray.
3: Something from cats.
2: No, I hate cats.
3: Well, whatever you want, then. Ruby. Oh no, I need to whatever know a you good one.
2: What's a good one?
3: <laughs> the Heights.
2: Oh, how's it going? Again?
3: In the Heights.
2: Your snobby will bring the wine.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> not a singing phase.
2: Yeah, it is. It's in time with the music. <laughs>
3: Just imagine there's music in the background and then she's... <laughs>
2: it won't be long now, any day. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Thanks. What other song can I sing? How about West the Side sound, Story, the Head
3: sound Head. of silence?
2: And no shall fade. This is from Glee. And no shall fade. The sound of... Oh.
3: We? I hope there are still people listening after you did that. I'm oh,
2: beautiful. Maybe I'll be in Hamilton. How have you been? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks for asking. Three but, hours later, I've been pretty damn
2: good, actually.
3: And when I say that, I hope you can detect the sarcasm in the back of my throat, uh, along with the rest of the mm-hmm. phlegm.
2: By the way, what was with you last night? Were you spiralling out of control?
3: I was spiralling mm-hmm. s- subterranean. Of control. Like, I was in the core of the earth. You I, were. I woke up with a cold and I, there's nothing I hate more than having a fucking cold because I can't do anything. And then I get sad that I can't do anything, so then the depression flares up and then I just sit on the couch for the entire day.
2: Jack James is a friend that doesn't message you one thing. No. One thing. And no you way. message him and it will be seen on four days. Yeah. So when Jack tells you what's actually happening, you're like, oh God, I'm going to have Something's to go around going there. going wrong. I'm going to have to get in the Yaris and go all the way to Tempe. <laughs> Holy Majoli's Parking Parking's tight on Jack James's street. It is. Oh. So I was like, what's up with you? Well, I,
3: I was filling up a cup of tea after I was moping around just so I could get to sleep at night with my sore throat. And then as I was filling up the cup, I spilt the boiling water all over my hand. Then as I was nursing myself after running it under cold water for 20 minutes, I stepped on a leopard slug. With my bare feet. It's squelched through my toes. A
2: leopard slug? A
3: leopard slug. They're the really long ones. They're about 10 centimetres long. They have leopard spots along them.
2: I thought that was slang for the mature age women hanging out at Sylvania RSL.
3: <laughs> You'll see a lot of leopard slugs in Miller's Fashion Club.
2: And at Proud's on Boxing Day sales.
3: <laughs> do you still do Pandora?
2: I'm after the um, Celtic charm. <laughs> my great-grandfather was from Dublin. I would say we're very busy at the moment. Very busy.
3: Very busy. Very busy, mums.
2: Haven't had a shower in four days, but I usually don't. But I'm still real busy.
3: And Ruby, what do they say about busy people?
2: You don't have time to cut your pubes or worry about where they'll stick.
3: (laughs) I can't wait until I hit puberty.
2: I wonder if you'll still be gay once your voice drops. Or will you change your mind? Will it no longer be circumstantial? (laughs)
3: First of all, fuck I've off.
2: chosen to be gay. Second
3: of all, if I woke up straight, yeah, a living nightmare. A living because nightmare. now from where I sit in the rainbow, all I see is how terrible straight people are. And if you're a straight person listening to this, I hope you took that to heart because you're terrible.
2: But everyone would agree with you.
3: They do, yeah.
2: I played a drinking game in maths the other night, and it was take a sip every time an expert says in this cruel, hard dating world, and I was pissed off my tits.
3: Christ. The
2: dating world is so
3: much harder and crueler for straight people, I think, because they've made it that way themselves.
2: I'm surprised that I'm single. (laughs) I'm sort
3: of surprised.
2: Well, I am a... (laughs) Kid.
3: <laughs> I can't argue with that. I was
2: trying to do a list of why people wouldn't date me.
3: Oh, no. That's <laughs> really sad. Is it? Yeah.
2: I wanted to do a list. I mean, it's me? always
3: good to be reflective.
2: And then I was like, I was struggling to find some things wh- what wouldn't good. be appealing.
3: I don't think I could find anything.
2: Maybe you, Maybe you know if I was me? like a little less... Maybe if I wasn't such a frigid bitch. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what is going on.
3: I think you're... Do
2: you know what's going... I don't know what is going on.
3: I think you might just be too... I don't know this is annoying to hear. Too, like, famous and intimidating.
2: Everyone says that. But I literally can feel a cyst growing on my face right now. <laughs> it's pulsing. So it's got a Smoke face. and mirrors, people. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Line up. If you're listening to
3: this... Please, I know we said this in the last few episodes, please drop into Ruby Teaser's DMs because this rock climber she was seeing is now out of the picture.
2: I really thought it was going good. Speaking
3: of love, hormones, heterosexuality, today's episode is a special one because it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone.
2: My favourite non-public holiday.
3: Heterosexual Christmas, no penalty rates there.
2: (laughs) Merry fuckmas. (laughs) Merry
3: fuckmas, everybody. Let's be honest here for a second, because Valentine's Day is for couples. It's not for friends. It's not for self-love. Insert your Lizzo lyric here, I don't care. It's a day when you and your partner go to an Italian restaurant that you probably can't afford and order the same pesto penne, hold the parmesan.
2: I usually just sit at home, light up the stick of incense, stew up a green smoothie in my Nutribullet, shove it up my na, and get in every (laughs) night.
3: That sounds really romantic.
2: You could join me sometime. I'm not one to share a celery at what was $50 fifty kilo. Sorry, down. <laughs> <to hell. laughs>
3: For the last time, Ruby, I'm only interested in women who are over 8 foot 6.
2: And that can be bought fresh at Subway. Extra ham.
3: White bread, no salads. Hold the pepper. I'll just have salt and a chocolate chip cookie. Thank you.
2: Jesus, toasted with meatballs. Put that in your clacker. Put that right up your fucking clacker. Stick it in. Give it a fucking push. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it a fucking
3: push, alright?
2: Okay, don't stop flirting with me, Jack. Me and my cyst. Tell me, what is your ideal Valentine's date?
3: Okay, it's funny you ask this because I've been thinking about this for the past couple of days, I'd love to go on a ghost tour of Manly Wharf Quarantine Station. Mm -hmm. Just kidding.
2: That sounds fucking Mm -hmm. awful.
3: My love language is acts of service, so my ideal first date would be an old but not too old man coming up to pick me up in his manual car, driving me to a park where he'd propose to me under a large fig tree, but before I could even say yes, the cast of Glee would all reunite from the bushland around the park. For an encore performance of Don't Stop Believing, then he'd kiss me on the wrist, leave me his credit card and his frequent flyer points, and then he'd jump off a cliff.
2: That's fucking beautiful. What about you? I once was a young person full of optimism and hope with a zest for life, (laughs) though after lightly tugging and squeezing all my juicy, slimy pulsating intestines out one Mm. by one... Lying them on a bed of dirty, broken glass and then stomping them into the ground as a result of dealing with straight men, I no longer have those fantasies.
3: (laughs) Ruby, you know no one likes a sad, single, soggy (laughs) woman. That's just the way society goes. Besides, there's something special about Valentine's Day this year.
2: That's right! Things are getting steamy, sexy, silver, snapey on The Great Australian Debate up late right now, today. We've decided,
3: out of the goodness of our own hearts, to open up the floor to those of you who aren't so lucky in love, just like us, or maybe you are lucky in love and just want to rub it in our faces so you feel better about sacrificing your dreams to be tied down.
2: Yeah, maybe I like eating mac and cheese, chicken flavour in bed each and every night, but If you need any advice, we're here. We're queer. Don't get used to it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tens of thousands of submissions later, we're finally getting around to it.
2: We actually got lots. When I say
3: tens of thousands, I'm rounding down. (laughs) It was actually 20s of thousands.
2: We actually caught a lot. Like, I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah, so thank you
3: all for submitting your questions.
2: This is how we dealt with it, though, because we couldn't yeah. really read them all, and they were really chunky. So I put Percy, the personal assistant cat, next to the pile of letters, mm-hmm. where I knew who'd do a big ginger Tommy spray. <laughs> the letters that were pissed on were thrown out, and here are the letters that were left over. I
3: thought we were going to read the ones that had piss all over them. I was getting excited. Well, um, they're in
2: the bin if you want to fucking have a wish. I will.
3: <laughs> but before we <laughs> start... We're just going to let you know that we're going to be using pseudonyms for the names. So if they sound funny and fake, don't laugh.
2: I thought pseudonyms was like a cold and flu tablet.
3: No, that's pseudoephedrine.
2: Sweetie. (laughs) Carry on, bitch.
3: (laughs) It's not a joke, okay?
2: Have I ever joked? Have I
3: ever joked in my life? Have
2: I ever joked in my life? (laughs) I think I heard my canteen lady at primary school say that. (laughs) Have I ever joked in my life? Vanessa. I think her name was Kylie. She was a cooking god. She's mm. the one who invented cheese and bacon rolls in the microwave. She? 20 seconds. Oh, in the microwave. Good Lord, show me the way. I think I was, she used to put the meat pies in the microwave now. Excuse me? Gmail? Is that me? We have 20 inboxes. Okay, if you're still here, let's get started. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God, which one are we going to Should we play it or should we play it? Should we play it? Yeah. This first question comes from someone called Mary.
3: What does Mary have to say?
2: Okay, my question is, um, I want to appear like I'm having lots of sex, but I don't actually have to have sex, because I read somewhere that if you look like you're having lots of sex, people will want to have sex with you. So my question is, how do I look like I'm always having sex when I'm actually not getting any?
3: A relatable mood, Mary. A relatable mood. Sex is exhausting.
2: Oh, it's like better than sex. I'm like... I bloody hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand.
3: One thing you couldn't live without sex.
2: Really? I hope I could, I could live, live without, without it. Sex. I really do. That would, that
3: would be a utopia.
2: I'm not bothered by it all. I can't be bothered to set it up. I can't be bothered to go through with it. And I can't be bothered for the emotional labour afterwards.
3: Exactly. Hmm. It's it's exhausting as well. Like And it's never oh. really it's such a big ordeal that when it finishes you're just sort of like Okay, I guess I did that. It's That'll awkward. hold me down for another few months.
2: It's awful. Mm. It's terrible. Disco, no comprendo. Yeah, people it say sucks. Us. What? What would you put as the same as sex?
3: The same as sex, as in what? what this I is like. what I
2: think about sex. Mm-hmm. It's when you go to the footy and you get a meat pie and realise the inside's still frozen.
3: Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
2: what yeah, else yeah. do you think?
3: Sex is when you see mm-hmm. an envelope inside your mailbox that looks promising, it looks personal, but it's just one of those pretend junk mail forms. Yeah, Sex is like those really pretty water bottles from Target. You buy for $6 and they look like they were $36 and then you get them home and they leak. Out they of the leak top. through your bag. Yeah.
2: That's exactly right. It's actually the most disappointing thing ever. Hmm. And the lead up and the pressure for when you have it first time is a pure demonstration of how it will go for the rest of your life.
3: But, Mary, we have to say we understand why you want to appear like you're having a lot of sex without having a lot of sex. Because sometimes that's fun, to appear like you're...
2: Having a disco.
3: Having a disco.
2: When the van's rocking.
3: Look like a free spirit.
2: Don't come knocking. Which we
3: respect, anyway. And even if you are, great, good for you. But not all of us are.
2: <laughs> no, I think it's awful. I hope we don't mm-hmm.
3: sound bitter right now.
2: I'm jaded to the fucking nines. Yeah. I do not care. Yeah, But my advice really with to pretend like to not attract the opposite sex would be wearing a Cobra, non-ironically.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true.
2: Fill your days playing chess, yeah. nothing else. Um,
3: generally don't hang out with men.
2: Don't go to the pub in the Inner West. Don't go to any oh, gigs. Yeah. She sounded don't like a really cool girl. Don't go to any
3: gigs. That's my number one rule.
0: so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place
5: to scoop up stunning high-end goods,
2: This is a bit naughty, mm. hmm. teasing people. Mm. <laughs> like you, That's like a great have idea. them on. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do with you. I'm gonna do with you. And then quickly jump in a cab and never see them again.
3: Yes, give them a smooch. And maybe even don't give them a smooch.
2: Hop on your just Dyson wink at them and get on home. Order an mm. Ola
3: ten minutes before you wink at them, so there's some sort of urgency mm. when you're leaving.
2: Or maybe even just vanish. Yeah, As soon as, as they go. go to the
3: bathroom, vanish and say. Sorry, had a great night. What are you doing tomorrow?
2: Oh, my God. That is so cheeky. Yeah. That is cheeky. And that's hot,
3: but it's also abstinent.
2: But, like, who cares? What are you going to yeah. wear? Iron undies? But at the end
3: of the day, Mary, I think the biggest thing is...
2: At the end of the day, we say, Mary, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't worry.
3: At the end of the day, Mary, I say, stop caring so much about what people think about you. Okay? Yeah. It's actually you're actually sounding kind of pathetic right now.
2: Yeah, I pity you.
3: I pity you something fierce.
2: Because would that cross my mind that thought? No. No. And on that note, mm-hmm. fuck you, Mary. Ciao. Our next question comes from a lovely lady called Cruella. Cruella. Let's see what she has to say. You ready, Jack? Mhm. Um sometimes when I am about to orgasm, or I'm like close to finishing. One of my legs starts shaking, almost like a dog up in the air. Is this normal? Um, Corella, this is not normal. I orgasm
3: too much, guys. What should I do? My orgasms are so powerful that it, I can't control my limbs. I'm having a
2: f- physical reaction, almost going blind. You poor thing. Yeah, that's not normal. I don't think it's normal at all.
3: It seems like to me, Coral, that you're rubbing in our faces.
2: Yeah, you're like saying, "Excuse me, I do this lots. Yeah, I, I orgasm I do it so much. It's embarrassing. And my leg same. every
3: damn day, twice a day, my leg goes up in the air. I okay, mean, good for you.
2: If you wanted, like, if you wanted to help yourself, like, maybe use a dildo and strap your leg to the bed and train yourself to keep your leg down. Yeah, but go, you can't. You go just, to Bunnings,
3: buy some duct tape, tape yourself to what I assume is your koala bed bass, because you sound like that sort of person, and see how your leg goes then. Okay? Yeah.
2: Sure. It makes you unique. Great. Yeah. So glad you're unique. You're
3: special, Cruella.
2: I'm so glad you're riding the wave of life. You're just yeah. going with the flow. Good for you. You're shaky up in the air, orgasm leg.
3: You're not disappointed all the time like the rest of us. Mm-hmm.
2: And obviously a little bit taller than a Jack Russell.
3: Yeah. I bet you're really pretty as well.
2: Yeah. And like skinny as fuck.
3: Yeah. So, Corella, just let that leg fly. But next time, keep it to yourself. Because we don't want to hear it, alright?
2: Yeah. Unless you kick someone in the face, then I want to hear about it.
3: Yeah. Then we'll defend that person.
2: Thank you. Question number three.
3: Okay, this voice recording comes from a boy named Quasimodo.
2: Quasimodo?
3: Do you guys think it's possible to fall in love in about 30 seconds? Because I walk down
2: the street every day and I think I fall in love about ten times. Um, But then, nothing happens. And then the guy will just keep walking as though we didn't just fall in love. And it breaks my heart. So I don't know how to deal with that. Help me. That guy sounded like Shakespearean love has come from the dead and gone. Fall in love. We fall in love. We fall in love.
3: So... I actually feel quite a connection to this man because I I do the exact same thing. Do
2: you? Mostly
3: just because when I'm walking down the street, as soon as I make eye contact with someone, I don't let it go. It's almost like a chicken thing. Not in a creepy way, but just in a, hello, I'm looking at you as I pass you on the street sort of way. And sometimes there's a double take and that's where the spark comes from.
2: Really? Mm.
3: Because if you double take someone and they're double taking you, that's hot.
2: Is it? I don't know. Yeah.
3: It's hard. I've actually gone on two dates with people just from the double take.
2: You're kidding? No. Really?
3: Mm-hmm. How
2: did that happen? They both
3: worked out terribly. Oh. But it's true. Really? Sometimes it happens that way.
2: God. I must just really have all of my spiritual awareness blocked because I've never, ever thought that was the thing in my whole life.
3: You should try it, though. I think it's... Because you instantly form a connection with someone when you make eye contact with them.
2: This is a bit gay, isn't it?
3: My advice for Cosimoto, if you double-take that person, then you should double-take them a second time. And if they're double-taking you a second time, you turn around and you follow them home.
2: What if you do a body roll in their direction?
3: (laughs) You do a body roll in their direction. And if they walk faster than you to try to get away from them...
2: Don't grind them. Don't grind them.
3: Just wait until they get home, knock on their front door and say...
2: Let's go get a Let Chinese. me
3: inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> say right now. Actually, don't say that.
2: And I will prove to you that I make a really mean Earl Grey. <laughs>
3: yeah. That
2: was brilliant. Take
3: it or leave it. We've got a next person here.
2: Oh, this one's this one's this one's actually one that might be good for me. But i have feeling we have a special guest. I think we'll, we'll, just we'll, we'll just talk about it later. Let's talk about it later, okay? Okay, here we just go.
3: This is a question from. Um, debates. I need your help. Um, I recently decided to delete all the dating apps off my phone because I realised they were no longer sparking joy. What they were sparking was an increase in the number of times I was being ghosted. Um, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn now, and the only messages I seem to get are ones from people who want me to sign up for their marketing course or who really
4: are passionate about talking about self-improvement, and it's just not cutting it. So I guess my question is, if you're not on dating apps, how do you find love?
2: Oh my God! That's I couldn't have written this question better myself. Yeah, I don't have the answer. You don't have the answer. We're going to have to give it to a love god guru.
3: It's a bit exciting the great debate front because we do have a special guest
2: to answer that question. Yeah,
3: I don't think he even needs an intro. I think we should just let him take the floor.
2: It's the actual Bachelor, Maddie J.
3: Matty J. himself.
4: Hello, Ruby and Jack. I just want to say it's such an honor to be here on your podcast, Offering Advice. I think, I think I have the perfect answer. So whenever I go for a walk with my dog, he has three legs and it's such a perfect way to break the ice with random people who you've never met before. Literally every time I take my dog for a walk, I have at least 10 to 20 conversations With people. And I did think to myself, if you were single, a great way to meet people would just be getting a dog, ideally one that's very cute or one that has three legs. Go outside into the wide world and just wait for the people to come to you. I think that is the best way to approach it. Don't go chase them, get a magnet that will attract them to you. And also, if you don't find anyone with a dog, at least then you've got a companion. It's genius. You're welcome. Wow. What a man.
2: That's, well, we can't, yeah, well, that was the love God who's here to help us with one question, obviously, because his time is very, very, very tied up doing important things. And
3: I don't think I can even Mm -hmm. add anything to that. I think that was just perfect.
2: It's so close to Valentine's Day, his day of the year. Thank you. Thank you, Matty J.
3: In the name of the Father, the Son.
2: And Matty J. Amen. Amen. Who's this?
3: So this question Mm -hmm. is from...
2: Camilla Parker Bowles. uh, The pseudonym.
3: Her name is... The pseudonym. Megan (coughs) Merkel. Megan Merkin.
2: (laughs) Megan Merkin. She's a Megan American. Okay, here Mm -hmm. we go. Hi, Great Australian Debate Up Late. Uh, My name's Hannah and I have a really serious question for you. So my partner and I have been dating for like two and a half years. We work in retail um, and their go-to thing to call a customer is mate, just to kind of seem like approachable and chill, Um, but we were having like a tense-ish conversation the other day and they called me mate, like not in a joking way, and I literally just saw red. I was so angry about it. Is this an appropriate response? Am I okay? Are we going to be okay? What a condescending little shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. Look. Hey, buddy. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. I used to do that to rile people up. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice would be, you want to use that tone with me? You can go and get another mate to mate with because this mate is going to see you late. Uh,
3: Yeah, look, there's nothing else to say say other than... Break Break up up with them because I'm bored.
2: Break up with your partner of sexual orientation.
3: Break up with your partner. I'm bored.
2: I'm bored. I'm snoring. We'll go to Stonewall with you and we can have a really good time. Break up with them and start again because nothing ever bad happened from that. Nothing bad
3: ever happened from a breakup. (laughs) That's the truth.
2: That is the truth.
3: It's not, but...
2: It is. (laughs) It is, Jack James. Tell
3: that to Tom Cruise.
2: No. He should have a lifetime ban from any relationships.
3: (laughs) He should have a lifetime ban Mm. from the public.
2: Yeah. Lock him up.
3: Lock him up.
2: Put him away. Mission impossible. Go away. So that's it, breakup. This is what I would do. I would really rile them up because I think mate is just the red flag Mm-hmm. But I want to see what they're actually capable of. So yep. I would really, really, really stir the pot. Yeah. Get him going. Get the ladle out. Oh, I would fucking stir it like a yeah, risotto. Stir it or up. Fucking like a risotto on a Wednesday, Put the ladle on Literally, with people coming over for dinner, I would stir And just see the true person that they are. And you will know that mate leads to far worse things. This mm-hmm. is just the tip of the iceberg, I, I should say that in an accent, so break up with him.
3: (laughs) This is just the tip of the iceberg, Mm. I think. I know
2: it's been a good 28 months, but sometimes 29 months is a little too much. And it's a fabulous time. It's February, Mm -hmm. the sun's out, it's shining.
3: You're about to go through autumn, which is a great breakup month.
2: It is. Yeah, just, you know what to do. Yeah. In your heart of hearts. Trust your gut. Trust your fucking fallopian tubes. Trust your large intestine.
3: Okay, next question. Oh,
2: these are good questions. Do you know what I think? What? All these people who watch my Instagram story, we could have dated, but they never asked.
3: (laughs) So we have a question here. This is one of my favourite questions, I have to say. It's from someone who's been explicit the fact that we should use their name. Okay. Bernadette. So that's her real name. That's not a pseudonym.
5: I've just started going on dating apps and I got matched to a
2: literal clown. Is this a sign? All right. Do so we have his Instagram that we got matched we to? We do. Or the yeah. profile? Um, I need to know what type of clown. So
3: we're just going to describe what his Instagram is. A mining
2: like. clown.
3: He sort of looks like the best way I could describe it would be a rock clown. So a clown holding a big cannon with a spiky mask. That's kind of it's kind of a scary clown. Sort of like a clown that shot Give Dangerfield look, in twenty eleven. What? He's a Dangerfield fan.
2: Oh no. Not one of these terrifying clowns. Yeah. Like those clowns that meet up once a year and do like a clown circus. Oh, Have God, you seen that?
3: Yeah.
2: This is really scary. This is like a jester, I'm gonna eat you. Hee, hee hee, I'll play a trick on you, clown.
3: This guy looks like he was definitely a part of that phase about five years ago when people would dress up as clowns and run after people on the street. And there
2: was a hashtag, wasn't there? Yeah. And they would all use a hashtag and they would run after people. They'd say
3: like... Clowns, tonight, Camden Park.
2: Yes, they would. I remember that.
3: Mm. And I think he looks like probably one of the ringleaders of that. Beside the fact that he is a a guy who dresses up as a clown and uploads photos to his Instagram and his hinge of him as a clown, I think he's probably murderous as well.
2: And it just looks like things are just too thought out. Yeah. He didn't slap it together from base warehouse.
3: But I do have to say, Bernie, that this is not a sign... I think it's just your algorithm thinking that you're a little bit wacko, a little bit kinky. So maybe oh, as soon it, as you yeah. start saying no to the clowns of the world, the hold
2: on. But she matched him, so like, she honey, him. this is a tango. So two people are used in a tango, yeah. or this it's a maybe one Maybe this go. is a
3: sign then. Maybe if you're <laughs> if you're matching with clowns, you don't really deserve to be dating anybody yet.
2: No, I would delete the apps, darling.
3: I would delete the apps. Try to find someone.
2: Oh my god, Jack is going through puberty right now. (laughs) Are you? Oh, and now he's straight.
3: I'm straight now. You match the clown. Clown's fucking cool.
2: Big dick energy. Mm -hmm. I think I would delete the apps if I was Bernie. Yeah. And I would really have a little think. I would go to 7 get a veggie pasty roll and a $1 coffee, mm-hmm. go and sit in Central Park, watch the Ibis pick shit out of that fucking smelly water fountain. Yeah. And I would think, what am I doing? Where am I going? And what's with this?
3: And then once you're at that mm-hmm. park, you'll probably meet someone who isn't a clown organically and then you can date them and it'll
2: be beautiful. Mm. It'll be Beautiful. Beautiful. And that simple, which is just how funny it is. Mm. Mm.
3: Funnier than a clown.
2: Our next question comes from a lovely little lady called Betty Who.
3: Mm. Okay, here we go.
2: What does she say? Hey, guys.
5: um, I just need your advice because uh, I just feel like when it comes to dating, especially with Valentine's Day around the corner, I just don't know how I'm going to not intimidate a man. Um, I always get told I'm intimidating and I just don't know what to do, you know? Um, is there a way that I cannot be intimidating? Like, should I not talk or... I don't know. I'm hoping you guys can help me out. Thank you so much.
2: Firstly, you take
5: your intimidating
2: self and walk on the faces of all those people who are intimidated by you because that is bullshit.
3: Utter bullshit.
2: Everyone, that's actually the excuse of the world. Mm. Too intimidated by yeah. the girl. Mm. Why can't every man just be submissive?
3: Exactly, yeah.
2: To the natural, good, powerful forces that that are intimidating women.
3: Men are utterly pathetic.
2: Pathetic.
3: And if you're... Wet rags. If you're a man and you're listening to this right now and you are intimidated by a woman...
2: Go to therapy.
3: Go to therapy, honestly.
2: <laughs> Wake up, dude. Like, mm. are you joking? What do you want? A little mousy girl a little mousy family and a little mousy house yeah, in the you suburbs. You want to be the
3: intimidator, not the intimidated?
2: Don't you want to live your wildest dreams? Mm. So
3: Step up.
2: Step up to the streets, number eight.
3: We will kick him in the dick, throw him in a gutter, spit on him a couple of times, and then burn his house down. <laughs> and then... Call his home phone,
2: tell his. Or put him in the green bin, mulch him up in a mulcher that you've hired from the council. So not only will he no longer be intimidated by you, he will be soaking into the earth, making nutrient soil for our generations to come.
3: Decomposing. Goodbye. Good night. Cheerio. Thank you.
2: Ciao. Bye. See ya.
3: This question is from. Muriel, who has also been open about using her own name in this podcast.
2: Hello, great debate. Uh, my name's Muriel, and I don't feel ashamed about using my name. I'm 73, and I've never had an orgasm. Any tips? Thanks. Walk your sassy little stupid cunt us down to Max Blunt and get a dildo. <laughs> Max Blunt. Max Black. James Blunt. <laughs> the bar, my lover. It's gonna be your f- your Fanny. <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. That's the collab. We when all... it's buzz, buzz, buzzing.
3: That's the collab we all deserved, but none of us realised we wanted. Max Black ex James Blunt.
2: When I was fucking high. If,
3: if James Blunt released a sex toy, what would it be? I think it would be a modest
2: cock ring. Oh, modest! A felt cock ring. <laughs> a felt, felt cock ring. <laughs> Felt a felt, felt ring. cock ring. Yeah. Mm. Pleather. A pleather cock ring. Mm. Uh, Organic. And it would be very thin. Because he would shop at Whole Foods because mm. he would be a right cunt. Oh.
3: <laughs> Some animosity here towards the Grammy Award winning James Blunt.
2: I just know him as the guy that sits on the yacht with really pretty ladies looking like a wet fish. Yeah. Fucking I mean, he seems like a nice guy. See you again. <laughs> Fucking hi. Fucking hi. I reckon get a dildo. You'll be zip zap bomb bummed from every direction. You will never look back.
3: All right, you happy with that, Muriel? There are plenty of options out there. And if you can't use the internet, ask your grandson to order you a dildo
2: online. They do have discounts online. It's like 20% off. Or you can get two for one or something. Yeah. Just don't go to wish.com. Oh, do not go to
3: wish.com. They're dildos.
2: You'd be seeping battery acid.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> some people like that. Mm-hmm. We're not here to king shame.
2: Okay. We've already been in trouble for king shaming. Yeah. On this playground got it, Muriel?
3: Got it. Fucking idiot. Get that through your thick skull.
2: Now, this is a question that came through a lot. Hey Great Debate Podcast, um, how can I woo over someone that I work with? Is it dangerous territory? Do I avoid it? It's just a part-time job, but what are we thinking? Is it dangerous territory? Please let me know. Thank you so much. Do you know what I say? I say fucking burn the bridge. Ride them into the sunset and then skip hop out of there because there's nothing more fun than fucking up a part-time job that you don't give a shit about. It's a better than have a story than not have a story at all.
3: Exactly. Now I think there's like a few variables here. If the person you wanna mm-hmm. fuck is your boss, I would say ride him harder. Ride him harder. <laughs>
2: ride her here, there, they harder, and then give the passcode for the till.
3: <laughs> but if they're Another one of your colleagues, your a equal. A co worker. A co worker.
2: Ride them sideways.
3: Ride them sideways. <laughs> <I> <laughs> there reckon, you have it. I
2: reckon it would be really fun just to, like, have yeah. fun Go. <laughs> it's always fun to have a
3: little secret fling at work, I think. Yeah.
2: Um, it's like whenever I do a show and I start a mance. Yeah. It makes the oh. days go
3: faster. It's exciting. It gives you something to focus on. And
2: when you come into work and you can see that they're there, you're like, oh. Oh. Yeah. they are so like, oh my God, am I going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. Why not? Why not? What if, 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 if you didn't, snore. Yeah. Boring. And there is no
3: law against it. Read me one law that you will be breaking if you do that. I don't think you can. Oh,
2: can't. I doubt you can. Not looking at the so rule book now. stop claiming that you can, Ruby. Oh, by the way, yeah. in the 80s, that's how people used to meet, though, at work. Yeah, exactly. That's how my parents met. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Literally. So how are you supposed to
3: meet if it's not at work? And this, one of your colleagues, could be Have your a true love.
2: They could have fabulous genitalia.
3: They could have fabulous, oh. si bellissimo genitalia.
2: Genitalia, em mumbo. Genitalia. em <laughs> mumbo. Mix up the maliana. So have you my... ever tried to mix something in a bowl with your genitals?
3: <laughs> 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 but yeah, so. Put dangerous territory. Ruby, <laughs> stop it. Dangerous territory, yes, but dangerous territory is
2: worth it.
5: As Lady Gaga would say, I'm on the edge
2: of glory.
5: (laughs) The man of my dreams swiped right into my life when I was gluing my broken heart together again and while I wasn't ready to consider a relationship back then, he googled my name, heard audio of me reading from my embarrassing teenage diary on breakfast radio and still wanted to meet up with me. So I knew he was either completely insane or maybe this is a person who could actually tolerate me. That's just one sign that he's a catch. There's also, uh, his mum's a nurse. Um, He's currently making a documentary Well, I grew up, following my parents around the Pacific Ocean, making shipwreck documentaries. One time they also met Ocean Girl. Note to self, ask him if he's ever met Ocean Girl. Oh, he also nearly died once and I nearly died once. And both like the number five. Um, he has a bad shoulder. I have a bad shoulder on the opposite side. So between us, we have an equal pair of working shoulders. He comes from a regional town, and I come from a regional town. Uh, and he broke his autobiography at the age of thirteen. While well, the diary that I read at the age of thirteen, we've broadcast to thousands of people on breakfast radio. So the question is: Will embarrassing myself again by declaring my feelings for him are growing stronger every time I see him on this here podcast work? And if it doesn't, could you please upload it for the next bloke who googles my name? Thanks.
3: First of all, I have to say that that was a masterclass in audio editing. We did not touch that. That actually...
2: Came like it is. It
3: came like it is. That was recorded. She actually spoke that fast.
2: And that pseudonym we're going to give her is Melania.
3: Melania.
2: Now, Melania, you need to be thankful that someone's Googling you because usually, and c- coming back for more, that's the one thing that I get ghosted by a lot. I'll swipe right mm-hmm. and they've looked at my Instagram or we've been on the first date and then they go, oh, what's your Instagram? They mm-hmm. have it. They watch all the stories. They look at all the things and then black out.
3: Goodbye. <laughs>
2: black the fuck out.
3: See you order. later.
2: See you later. Bye-bye. Or they Google me. And then, it's no, no. I feel
3: like if I googled you, it would be, it would be pretty impressive, wouldn't I be?
2: Should we do it now? Pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised. We can. Okay, this is what it says. Oh my god, Ruby. There's someone in the world called Ruby TZR. Is that me times five? Ruby Teas. My Twitter comes up first. The latest tweets from Ruby Teas. Ruby radio broadcaster, shy girl. Ruby Teas. LinkedIn. Audio producer and designer, Future Women. Wait, what was her question? I think she's bragging that she's gone through self-healing and she's finally ready to trust again after her heart's been shattered into a million pieces and this amazing guy is after her and willing to tolerate her, in her words, that is, and loves her for who she is and she's finally coming around. Okay. Like a perfect love movie. (laughs) Right. At the end, when she's like, No, no, I don't want you, I don't want you. But then she slowly falls in love with him because he tries relentlessly to consensually go after her. So basically, she's just rubbing shit in our faces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do dating apps work or do they not? Because she swipe right, and this guy is an angel, right? There's mm. even a story, an Australian story about him, about how he survived this remote crash because he's a flying doctor, blah, blah, blah.
3: Oh, King.
2: He Googled her and he didn't block her like everyone else does to me and the la 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 la, la. Right.
3: So the message here is that is one of inspiration, that yeah. dating apps can actually lead to something, but only if you match with a flying doctor.
2: I've already started swiping again because... Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Have you found anyone? No. I have a feeling that what she's doing is sort of using us as a platform to, to say further their likes relationship.
2: Him. The <gasps> that she likes Oh, him. my God! So... Are we the messenger? We're
3: the messenger. So as you're listening to this, as you're listening to this mystery man, I hope you realise how amazing this person is.
2: Genuine. And how Mm -hmm. genuine
3: and how you better not ghost her. her.
2: Keep doing what you're doing, mate, because it's working. It's working. It's working. Round
3: of applause for this mystery man. I don't know. I feel like I've got a bit of a crush on this guy.
2: Me too. I have seen a photo. He looks a bit like a silver fox.
3: So if you're listening to this, mate, and you're thinking, I'm not actually interested in that girl anymore. Tough luck. She's a little Mm. bit... mm, Tough luck to her. But I
2: reckon this is going to make him feel awesome. It will. Like, he's going to call her up and go, Baby, it's cold outside.
3: And she's going to say, I hate that song.
2: And they are going to do something beautiful for oh, their next. They date. are going to
3: do something. That's for sure. And
2: someone to do something. They're going to go on a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a picnic.
3: Oh my god!
2: They're going to go floating down a canyon <sighs> at a leisurely pace. I'm blushing. I'm gushing.
3: I'm thrushing.
2: You don't want to thrush, darling. Not <laughs> <laughs> tell you that. What now. if I do? <laughs> Maybe love isn't between two sexual beings. I think I know where you're going with this. Maybe love is the rain on the tin roof when you're about to go to sleep and it hasn't rained in months after a hot summer.
3: Maybe love is six middies, six friends, the pub on a Friday afternoon
2: after a long week at work
3: in a job that you hate.
2: Maybe love is the first sip of a beautifully made coffee that cost you $6 from your favourite barista in the morning.
3: Maybe love is getting on the bus only to find out that all of the Opal machines are broken.
2: Maybe we have to redefine what love is. I agree. Because right now, love doesn't make me feel how those things feel. Maybe we have to redefine what love actually is because we put so much pressure in a love that doesn't fulfil us on the daily. And I think
3: I can be fulfilled and you can be fulfilled by the little bits of love that we see in everything. I think we put all of our eggs in the one basket when... Love
2: is all around us.
3: Love is all around us. And without those little bits of love, we ain't got nothing.
2: Nothing. What is there to look forward to?
3: Literally nothing.
2: What is there to come home to?
3: A partner, sure. But what about the beer? What about the coffee? What about the cheese toasty?
2: Oh, I fucking love a cheese toasty.
3: And that cheese toasty loves you.
2: Good night, Australia.
3: Good night, Australia.
2: Mm. I love you. And I love you too.
3: The question is whether or not you're
2: perfect for each other. The right person's still going to think the sun shines on your ass. <laughs> the way I feel when I'm with you. True love lasts a lifetime.
0: You're the girl of my dreams. You should be kissed and often. Because if you haven't tried, you haven't lived. But if
4: I don't ask you to be mine, I'll regret it the rest of my life. Because I know in my heart you're the only one for me.